Hello and welcome to This Woman's Work, a space where you can hear and read about some amazing women, the fantastic jobs they do and the paths that have led them to where they are today. So I'm here today with Sally Ann. Hello, Sally Ann. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for doing this. That's okay. You're very welcome. I'm very excited. It's the first one I've ever done, so it's, I'm very excited about this. Fab. Okay, so in your own words, did you want to tell our listeners what it is you do for a living? I, so I am, uh, we like to say, a digital content creator. So essentially, I work with brands, and if they have, it's advertising. I think that really... So it simple, simplifies it. And I work in advertising. So but what I do is I work with brands that so they'll send me things that they would like, like me to show my audience. Yeah. And I photograph them or I video them. And then I put them on my feed, on my Instagram feed. And that is it in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah. And I wished it was as simple as I'm making it sound. Um, but yes, that's, that's what I do. So I'm a digital content creator. Sometimes we're called influencers. Yeah. Which I don't mind. I guess it's that it, in the past the word has had a lot of bad press. Yeah. Um, but I don't mind it so much because I'd like to think that the things that I'm showing people are things that I absolutely love. Yeah. And I would never show something unless it wasn't really a reflection of me or something that I didn't absolutely love no so how long have you been doing this for because i've been following as i was saying before we turn the mics yeah. on i've <laughs> been following you. it for years um i went so i set up my account seven years ago just as a hobby i was working for a i was working for thomas cook actually for a very long time and one of my friends who happened to be the one of the um pr directors we were sitting at a beautiful spa retreat. Honestly, we're having the loveliest day. And she said to me, why don't you start showing your outfits on Instagram? And at that point, it was fairly new. And I said, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm not quite sure. She said, no, I really think you ought to. And so that's what I started to do. And I would only really post maybe once or twice a week. But... Through that, I found a really lovely community of ladies. That just instantly responded. That just instantly responded. And I was looking at what they were doing. And they were, you know, in return, they were looking at what I was doing. And to the de- to this day, I still see the same ladies. Aww. And um, most of them are London-based. Some are North. Um, but just really lovely. And I think that's that's the beauty of Instagram. And it's often talked about, you find your tribe. Yeah. But I will always be forever grateful for those ladies. Oh. Because I really felt as if I was... I really felt as if I'd, I'd found my tribe. And these are the ladies that will show up for me every single day. Oh, wow. I know. So and they um, welcomed you and they properly... Yeah, and, and then I got to meet them and in London and and at North as well, and I got to meet them and, and got to know them. And, you know, like I say, that was that was seven years ago, and these people are still people that I will see every single day on Instagram. And it's, yes, like I say, it, I am forever grateful for these ladies that show up for me every day. So that was seven years ago. And, but it's become my job, yeah, and my full-time job for about two and a half years now right yeah gosh okay so 
if we track back seven years then, okay so thomas cook so does that so thomas even, cook and so then even, even let's track yeah way, so way let's back. track then way so back. you finished so I, uni college what i went to college and then didn't really sort of quite know what to do but i'd always fancied some sort of like pr marketing side of things and in the end ended up working got a job at thomas cook at peterborough the head office at peterborough and was there for a very long time um but i loved what i did and i got to do quite because it's head office i've got to do quite a few things and work in different areas of the business that was a really good grounding for me in terms of retailing and commercial and being exposed to lots of different yeah. and also I got to travel which you know I have to say is my absolute passion yeah I don't yeah. think I've ever lost that travel bug you know that travel sort of wanderlust yeah I loved it and still love it uh, so that was Thomas Cook and then I lost my, we we as a, I've got um, three siblings so there's four of us and we lost my dad really suddenly um, and he died 15 years ago and um, had a heart attack and, and we lost him really suddenly and for me it was like a real a, you know a real sliding door moment and my husband at the time he was working he did quite a bit of working overseas and he was away for you know weeks and he said to me at that point do you still want to work yeah. you know we'd got the children um, I have two children by the way I have um, a daughter who's nearly 21 and I have a son who's nearly 18 um, and he said to so they were really tiny, tiny uh, yeah. my son was two my daughter was five it was such a massive shock to us all and I think you know as a child and you know what what was I um, 30 ish um, and yet it, you know you, you're losing a parent and yeah. it's sort of like you, you don't ever think that it's going to happen but it did and it happened really suddenly um, so I stepped out of it and was just there for my mum really you know yeah. just sort of had a had a year with my mum and did lots of things with her and really just sort of try and get her through it yeah yeah um so we did lots of lovely things like garden clubs and um days yeah. out and it was just a really lovely time that i needed um gosh how lovely yeah so, yeah uh gosh it, it never sort of like fails to i know i'll take a moment take a moment so what happened next um so then I thought to myself, oh, okay, now I'm, you know, I need to do something. Yeah. And so just after a year or a couple of years? Or... Yeah, it was, I think it was probably near sort of two years. And I yeah. thought, I really quite, would quite like to do something. I've always been interested in fashion. Um, so I thought, I'd actually quite like, and retail is what I know. Um, so then I got a job at Whitestaff in Stanford. Oh, lovely. And I worked there yeah. for a while. And that was really fun, really, really fun. Loved sort of styling styling ladies i loved the whole merchandising side of it as well i love seeing what was coming in the new seasons yeah. but in back of all of this i was doing a little bit more on instagram so i was posting a little bit more yeah um and doing my own thing on there and then in the meantime my husband then set up his own company um which is sports nutrition and I started doing a little bit for him. Yeah. And actually what I was doing is the influencer side of things. So the, ah. um, and doing the socials, the yeah. Instagram yeah. For, the, for the company. 
working. I was working for my husband, uh, my husband's business, and I was doing that. And, you know, the, the advantage of that is that he was super flexible. So if yeah. I said, oh, I've got an event in London. Yeah. And yeah. he would say, okay, uh, you know, w- w- when will you do the work? And I'd say, like, right, I will get it, you know, I will get it done. And for, for a while, there was a lot of juggling. Yeah. Um, so at this point, I'd left, I, I then took the decision to leave White Stuff because... Yeah. It was getting to that stage. Both my children are quite sporty, and um, of course, in retail you have to work weekends. Yeah. So I was, you know, my husband was working in the week. I was doing whatever I was doing in the week, and then it got to the weekends, and he was he couldn't be in two places at once, and yeah. that's really important to us, you know, to support the children. And so that was the decision. That was that decision made. Um, and so I was doing that with him, and he was being really super flexible, and then. It got quite big. The job got got quite big. The business, his business, right? Okay, was growing yeah, quite a bit, and um, which is absolutely amazing. And he said, you know, we kind of like need you to do a bit, do a bit more, yeah, yeah and a bit time. more. And this is this is where we're going with it, and da da da. da. And um, lockdown happened. I know we've been talking about yeah, this, yeah, off off speaker. Um, and lockdown happened, and so many people that I spoke to, I was at an event last night. And the founder of the business, she was talking about lockdown was a real pivotal moment for her yeah. because she was a freelance um, beauty journalist and, you know, that was it, yeah. essentially. And so she had to really think again and think sort of outside the box. And so for a lot of us, it was a real moment. And so I went into lockdown, which was, what, two and a half years ago, I guess. And... Brands wanted to get the content out. Yeah, you know, we gosh, weren't going it had never out. been more important. Had um, it? You know, they, they, the digital marketing was taking off, still yeah. taking off. Yeah. And brands wanted to get their products out there. Yeah. And I thought, okay, I really do need to make a decision. Yeah. We had the conversation, uh, my husband and I had the conversation. And that was that, essentially. Yeah. And he now has a whole team of, you know, who do an absolutely amazing job. Wow. Um, so, yeah, that's that's that side of things. But me, yeah, I started doing this about two and a half years ago. Wow. As a full-time job. It's tricky, isn't it? I think, because I've interviewed a couple of people so far that obviously lockdown and everything, particularly as small business owners, was just pretty catastrophic for them. Mm. And it was really hard. Mm. And I think, it, obviously, it was catastrophic for, in lots of ways for lots of people. But it's nice to hear, actually, a nice positive story from it, mm. i.e., you know, it was the it was exactly the right time for you to kind of make that leap because yeah. suddenly there was this demand for your yes. brand, for your content yes. that, that maybe wouldn't have happened in that same way. Or... I, I don't, I genuinely don't think it would have done. And the other thing that happened for me is I predominantly was fashion and a little bit of home, although... I love your home concept. Oh, I know, I know. And I, I really wish that I, I that I would do... I could do more. Yeah. But there's always been a s- slight part of me that that's my... This is my job. And home life is home. And it's, you know, and it's quite this sort of, you know, family space and this it's personal space. And so I will try and do more. I think that's what I'd like to do sort of moving forward and so I thought to myself okay what else is it that I could that I would want to do or what else could I do so I started doing a bit of beauty um and just showing kind of like my makeup looks now I'm not a beauty person at all you know in terms of I don't know how comfortable I was with doing it to begin with it yeah to begin with 
And I thought, well, actually, you know, and I had this real mantra that I think to myself, okay, do it and then feel the fear later. Yeah. You know, oh what's God, the I worst thing? Saying. You know, what's feel the worst the fear and thing do it anyway. that can happen? Exactly. Yeah. You know, what, what is the worst thing that can happen? Um, and for somebody that I guess is judged maybe every day on Instagram because, you know, I put myself out there and yeah. it, it can be quite scary sometimes and it's a really sort of scary place but I thought actually you know I'd, I'd quite like to do this I'm going to see how it goes you yeah know, if it doesn't work then okay well that's it that's fine you know um and so I started doing that and then actually now I find that I do a lot more so since then yeah I would say that sort of maybe 50% of my work is fashion yeah. slash beauty yeah because that's the thing like you say it's being really brave because you, you come on with no makeup, don't you? You literally I are do. kind of and, going... But I think um, that's that's genuine, isn't it? Yeah, that's normal. Absolutely. And that's kind of part, part of being who we like makeup. And, yeah. You know, but that's part of and my hair. Honestly, my hair sometimes. Um, I but I do, I just sort of think, well, that's, that's, that's... I like to think that... I'm really normal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a really normal person. Um, and so, yeah, that's why I do it. Big, um, this is a mantra that I've learned quite recently, actually, and it's a really important one, and control the controllable. Yes. And yeah. I always... And, and somebody told me that about two years ago, and honestly, I think it's absolutely so important to remember that sometimes because... Control, yeah. I have situations where I'm sort of slightly going from a tangent and I apologize for that. But, you know, I have people that will message me and say, no. So if I, for example, I put on a, put on a jumpsuit and say, oh, this is the link, you know, to it. If you want to, this is, and I have ladies that will just say, literally, just no. Or I've seen you in better. Or, um... Why on earth have you done this kind of thing? Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't suit you. Now, there's two schools of thought here. Yeah. They're being rude. They're being Gosh. very rude and, you know, actually have not asked for that. Yeah. However, these are ladies that perhaps have followed me for a long time. Yeah. Now, I'm proud of the fact that they can approach me and say, I don't really like that on you. And that is a small snapshot of their day. Yeah. So they're looking through my stories, which are 15 seconds or they're, they're longer now, but they used to be 15 seconds. And that's a snapshot. And they're saying, no, Sally-Ann, just no. Yeah. Tracky about this, you had your your ladies that supported you. Yes. Was there, in terms of, I guess, and I'm asking this with regards to if somebody else wanted to give this a go, like I guess any advice that they gave you or tips how did you I guess it's that physical it's that physical start, how do I do it yeah okay you started to take photos and stuff yeah. but then how did you learn how to take photos how did you learn oh my gosh literally practice observing practicing um looking at other the other Instagram yeah, that you like taking inspiration yeah. and you know perhaps having um you like a mood board never feel afraid I and I always think you know, people sometimes see a bigger account and they don't necessarily comment or they don't necessarily yeah, have a conversation. And I think that sometimes, and what, what you know, I find really funny is that people will have conversations in my in my comments. Oh. So they'll say, oh, this would look nice on you and then tag the person. Tag somebody, yeah. And then the person will come back and say, she looks lovely. I don't know if I could carry that off. Yeah, yeah. 
And I think to myself, no, I'm here. Yeah, Involve yeah. me in the conversation. I want to be part of your conversation. Yeah. You sound like you're having a really lovely conversation. Yeah. Please, can I join? <clears throat> obviously, women supporting women is obviously literally what this is all about. But I think getting really lovely but constructive feedback and that kind of thing, it yeah. can help shape uh-huh, yeah. so and much. I guess, it, it, and it is difficult, you know, for, for the, my, my colleagues that do what, what do the same thing, same job as me, it is sometimes difficult to, I think, give feedback because we are all on our own journey. Yeah. And we have to almost like own our own content. So yeah. that, that's, that can be quite hard. However, somebody can ask me for advice. Yes. And I'll say, give, someone comes to yes, you. Yes. Yeah. And, and I will give the best possible advice that I found works for me. Yeah. Um, but it is, it's, loose advice because I think like I say you because it, we were all so different as women we are all so individual and so different and all of our content is so different that actually you know you have to have your own journey and yeah and what works for you on on the algorithm possibly wouldn't work for me yeah it all is that. just a mystery that the algorithm is honestly I could blind. go on about this blooming algorithm but anyway we Instagram we won't do that today <laughs> So what do you think, so we've talked about sort of your background and mm-hmm. kind of how yeah. you've come to where you are. So one of my key questions, because I want people to get a feel for whether they can see themselves doing it. Ooh, you oh, know. that's really exciting, yeah. So um, what is it about you? I think either a life-learned skill or just an inherent skill you have that makes you good at this. And I guess a lot of that I'm kind of saying, you know, like a literally creating beautiful content what is Ooh, it that's okay um i mean have yours were you were you you know obviously i'm going to assume but shoot me down if I, that you were always obviously always into your clothes even as a yes young I think whippersnapper i, I think and... i was i mean i i have three siblings one sister two brothers youngest of four um which some say explains a lot about my, my personality <laughs> i don't know um but so I was quite a tomboy when I was younger, yeah. quite a tomboy. And I think I probably didn't really get into clothes until I started work, until I'd got that income to yeah. be able to, to do that. Um, but I've always been interested in fashion and I've always been interested in style. Um, and I think that helps. I like, I, I just see the beauty in, Thing, you know, yeah. in things. So the light or nature or buildings yeah is, i think it's, it's just i sort of like see probably a natural eye for it a light for you know yeah. and, and i don't but it's all subjective anyway isn't it because that what i consider to be beautiful might not be beautiful to somebody else yeah very true um and what about but photography? Oh, have photography. You, so, no, have you no. ever been into photography? So, that very much has come later, has That's it? That's come later, yeah. And I just bought my camera, started to shoot, and just play around with it. And that's the beauty of digital, digital cameras, I guess, isn't it? Because you can just delete. Yeah. You delete, delete. Honestly, my phone has so many photos in it. So, so a tomboy when you were younger, then? Yes. Do you think in itself, though, that is an element of you wanting to just sort of not tread the path of maybe everyone else is that a little bit of kind of almost well, no because I didn't really I didn't really fall into what I'm doing until much much later on so you know travel you know work at Thomas Cook yeah that wasn't about 
gosh, and that was that was about seeing the world and seeing yeah, these yeah. beautiful destinations and you know learning about the different places and that was all about that. But I guess that stems from you know, wanting to sort of see beautiful things. Yeah. Um, and then really fashion maybe. I don't know. Well, you've almost indicated that it was literally people saying to you. Yes. So my, you, you know, know actually, yeah, so my friend said, you know, put, you're put, great. Put, put, so, photo, yeah, yeah. Put, put your outfits on. Um, and yeah, that's kind of how it started, really. My mum is a seamstress, was a seamstress. Oh. So in terms of fashion, and you yes. were saying about being a tomboy, and you were saying about that, and that was that was one thing that I just wanted to, um, it suddenly came to me. So you were literally grew up around yes. fabric. So, yes, and, fabrics. Yeah. And, you know, and she made a lot of our clothes. Um, and, you know, going to a school disco, I'd say, oh, mum, I've seen this lime green skirt, um, you know, short skirt, I really fancy. And, and she's like, okay, okay, when's the disco? Oh, it's tomorrow night, you know, and she'd be there. You know, stitching and staying up and stitching this skirt for me, and I, you know, felt the bee's knees in this lime green. Skirt. I was telling my children about this the other day. I felt the bee's knees in this lime green skirt that I wore to school disco. Um, so I was and always it was custom. Yes, you know. So I was always. She was. She would always say to me, you know, something has to fit you properly. Yeah. Oh. So you know, in my head, I would. I've always had that tailoring. Yes. background and now I don't think there's anything more beautiful than a than a tailored item of clothing I mean yeah. honestly it's just the just the dream it yeah, really yeah. is you know just to see it and is there anything about your personality or your character that conflicts with what you're doing right now Ooh, or it's okay. a bit of a challenge and I guess I was going to you know sort of say like we we're talking about a lot of you know maybe like you were saying the inability to just sort of shoot and go kind of thing you know you want to obviously I do yes I do that is a really good point so I will yes everything I like to do a really good job yeah I like I, I that gives me satisfaction so in some respects it's you know it's a it can be a curse and a blessing because I would always want to do a good job whether that's my own work or whether I'm working with a brand and working yeah. for a brand I would always want to do the very best that I can do and so if something doesn't go quite right I do get really frustrated, but I will keep at it until yeah. um, until it is right or until I'm happy with it. And yes. do you plan a lot? Do you? Um, I have a routine to my day. So I will shoot content in the morning or film in the mornings. And then in the afternoons, I'm usually at my desk until so sort of probably from, a, from the afternoon. So I'll, two o'clock to about six o'clock and I will Gosh. be at my desk. Yeah. And that will be editing or researching or, you know... Um, catching up with the community you yeah. know and that sort of thing and responding then, to requests yeah and then finish it's family time sort you know sort the supper out or whatever and then i'll probably go on again in the evening yeah. but that way i generally tend to think of that as my social time yeah you know because yeah. the children will probably be on theirs if they're if they're at home yeah um so you've referenced doing your own editing then, because that was one of my personal questions for uh-huh. you. It was like, because they are always, particularly your videos, are really well shot and edited. Thank so you. So you, where did you learn to edit? Again, it was self-taught. Yeah. So there was a lot of, a lot of in the bin, delete, delete, delete. And now I think that it's just second nature to me. It's, it's, it, and I found a really easy app um and i just edit on there and sometimes I, again um not to talk too technical about instagram but at the moment the um the algorithm fav- favors you to I- edit in reels 
and I'm, okay, not, I'm okay. not graced doing that. I'm a bit of a, a technical dinosaur. So, um, technology. Te- <laughs> I don't know what you're technology, saying. Technology, <laughs> thank you. Dinosaur. So, um, I, I'm getting my head around that. But there's always learning. I think that's a good thing because I'm always having to be challenged. I'm always having well, to learn new things. It, yeah. Sometimes I can get in a right old tizzy with it. Okay, so what is the absolute best part of doing this? Oh, um... Or a couple of best parts. What... Would you get the most joy from? Okay, well, certainly the people, yeah. because I love meeting people. So, for example, last night was really different for me, because not not really different, but it was an event. It was organic beauty, and there's so much crossover between wellness, organic beauty. Well, you know, wellness, beauty, and and um, fashion. There's so much crossover. So, so in this room, there were all sorts of different women from all walks of life. And the brands that I spoke to, they'd all had really different, varied backgrounds as well. Oh, okay. And so I, I just really enjoy meeting people and hearing about people and hearing yeah. what is their background, how did they come to do this. And this was an industry that wasn't even heard of 10 years ago. Yeah. I mean, how incredible is that? That's absolutely brilliant because there are jobs for our children that haven't yet existed. Yeah. That don't yet exist. So I think it's... It's brilliant. If you can, I don't know. I, just, I find the whole thing amazing for yeah. you know women of our age yeah. that just put you in my category. Then no, I no, apologize totally. for that. But um, you know, but f- for us that can do something like this, I never thought I'd be doing this. You know, ten years ago, yeah, never in a million years. Okay, flip side of that, what the hours? I moved touching it slightly. <laughs> Sorry, there was like a there was like no hesitation. Yeah. There was there. Yeah, the hours. Yeah. I think because it's a, like a job like no other. Yeah, you know it really is, and you know you have to question yourself. And for me, that pivotal moment was when I started. When I thought, okay, this is going to be my job, and therefore I have to treat it like a job. Yeah. And that's hard. That's really hard. So if we go away as a family, you know, there's always that question, will you be working, mum? Yeah. Will you be working? You know, and there is always that question because it isn't just something that I can put up a photo and ignore. Yeah. Because I can't do that because there will inevitably be that conversation or there'll be those questions. Yeah. Um, so I guess they, even brands might have questions why you yeah, can't check exactly. if someone's and, you know, you I remember... Or, heading off to Ibiza and I've got a campaign to shoot and you know and so that there was a bit of negotiation with my family <laughs> in all of that what about I've got to ask you the strange weird question what's the weirdest thing that's happened to you doing this um like is it an event a product a request a comment what's the strangest no, a lot thing? of people weirdly a lot of people think my name is Ruth so they refer to me as Ruth and that's because my Instagram handle is Rutland Girl so I think they just see it that R-U-T I don't know why oh my god! but that's a really common thing people call me Ruth (laughs) and you just chat to me I just reply back say only at the weekends what's next? where do you go from here? oh gosh Um, well Paris on Friday but Paris uh, on Friday (laughs) um, I don't know actually who knows and I think that's the beauty of it isn't it because yeah. you don't know what's around the corner um I'd like to travel a bit more with Instagram you know and, and put a part of that and I'd, lo- I'd love to I'd love to do a bit more of that that would be the dream because um I just love traveling there's so many places I haven't been to yeah. there's so many things I want to 
do still. And now your kids are older, you've obviously... Yeah, got, yeah. yeah, so there's that, but there is, you know, an element that it, that is work. So, again, yeah, bit of downtime, bit of work. Um, so I'd like to do a bit more travelling, home content. We talk about home content. Yeah. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe that's that's something that perhaps I could do. Just to sort of touch on money... I guess in terms of just for someone to get an idea of whether or not you can kind of, I guess, how much of a, a living you can make from this. You know, obviously it is hard. I'm, you know, I think everyone can watch that. And obviously compared to the amount of time you're putting in, uh-huh, I yes. think it, the, the sort of that cost analysis must be a difficult one to make. Absolutely. And obviously we all know that there's people just earning millions. Oh my gosh. There is, no, I, always, I always read about these people. There's brands that will gift you a uh-huh. product um, and then there's obviously the brands that will pay uh-huh. you for content yep. and I guess you know it, can you give us or give the listener any idea of kind of what that could look like or okay so the gifted work will be something that they will say so either a small brand or bigger brands actually as well but they will say can we um, we'd love to send you this bag or we'd love yeah. to send you this um and no obligation to post. Okay, yeah. There is, yes. like, you know, we yeah. do this for a job. So there is a slight expectation that they will want something in return. But some of them are very sweet and say, you know, no obligation to post. Um, and that's a gift. That's the gifted side of things. I generally tend not to do too many gifted these days because yeah. it's my job. So therefore, yeah. the time to create that content for a gifted post is time that I could be doing on a paid post. Yeah, exactly. So that all has to be taken into consideration. And it's what you're saying, like knowing your value. And it is absolutely knowing my value. So what they're getting out of me is they're getting a videographer or a photographer. Yeah. They're getting studio space. They're getting a model and they're getting a stylist. Essentially, that's yeah. what they're getting for a bag that they want to send me. Yeah. Now, you know, like I say, small brands, small brands starting out... Um, I completely and utterly understand that. I do. But like I said, you know, there are some bigger brands that will want to do that. But yet, you know, they are working with videographers. They're working for... They're working yeah. with... And and so there is still that... I think there is there's a long way to go with that. Yeah. There's a long way to go with that. You know your worth. So, for example, when I first started it, I was I was taking time off or I was... Time, time away from a business from a yeah. job that I was getting paid for so to work for that brand that has to pay me at least equal yeah to, because otherwise why would I do it yeah yeah you know and there was yes and no the, the, you know we call it lost leaders you know there's there's bits that you know I thought okay I'm not going to get paid for this However, this is a brand that I'd really like to work with yeah. and I'd really yeah. like to work for so if I um if I do a good job then potentially they could see that. And there is all, and there has been moments where, you know, you do so much for that brand and you say, you have to have that conversation in the end and say, actually, you know, I'd really, I'm really trying to, you know, work with a small number of brands and I'd like this to become my job. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we need to have a conversation now about numeration because that this is, this is now becoming my job. And that's quite hard. Is it? Yeah, that's quite hard because you just have to, You've take a deep be, breath yeah. Yeah. take a deep breath and hit send on that email because yeah. you know that you, you and i think and is there a in some, i think that 
brands will brands respect that yeah you know and they ha- they are seeing the value of it more and more yeah well they have to um, is the rate card yeah no. No. no because and again and it, in our industry it's not not often talked about how much we um how much we get paid how much we earn a post yeah you know um we don't and and there's a good reason for that. Sometimes it can be quite hard, particularly if people are starting out and they don't know really how much to charge or, you know, it's, it's a bit of a minefield and all that sort of thing. And it is really hard. However, it's so variable. I was going to say people charge. And, yeah, and what I mean things. by that is, you know, it, it's my audience, my content, um, how many views I get is totally totally different to what somebody else is getting and i will also say to people okay are you creating content for that brand or are you selling for that brand or are you doing both yeah so the influencer side of things is that you'll sell something yeah and they want hits on the website they want to sell that product um the other side of it is that the brand wants a beautiful image that they can repost on their feed yeah and they've not had to buy the studio book the model yeah pay the photographer you know um book the videographer um so which one is it yeah and you and and that is really important to recognize that in the onset because you've got two very different variables there yeah 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 and you can sort of cost it up accordingly yeah exactly okay last couple of questions then what advice would you give yourself two and a half years ago or seven years ago? is there any advice that you would have you'd give your starting out self in this to kind of do things a little bit differently or to be a bit cleverer on um gosh it's a really hard one isn't it i know it's a really hard one um perhaps well i guess it's that kind of question for someone starting out so someone's going okay maybe i've had a bit of a hobby yes channel or something like this okay maybe i now i do want to take the next step yeah i just think to do it and I'm trying to think, really, would I have started it earlier? We've had slightly... We've talked about this before, yeah. um, early on. Would I have done it earlier? I wasn't really in a position to do it earlier because life has a funny way of throwing you these these curveballs. So I wasn't really in, in the right place to do that at the right time. But I think there was a bit of me that wishes that this had come along slightly earlier. Yeah. Because I think I would have picked up even more skills and I think I would have picked up... I don't know. I don't know. So maybe... The, but then the that next... feels like I'm being really critical of myself and actually... Well, no, I mean, I guess the positive is obviously what you've kept saying here. If you turn that into a positive, maybe the bit of advice there is to say to people, you know, recognise when it is your time. You know, recognise the opportunity when it's... Absolutely. If, you, if you've got a gut feeling that you should Absolutely. be doing it now... Because like you say, sometimes timing is just not right. The timing so this, is just it not just right. It just wasn't right for you before. It, no, no, absolutely. And so it's just recognise it and jump on it, maybe, if you have got that kind of... Yeah, and, and look back at every single experience and think, well, actually, what did I learn from that? Yeah. You know, what did I what did I get out of that? And what did I learn from that? And what would I do differently? The final question, which I'm going to ask everybody, is just to give a piece of life. But I've, I think you've already given loads. I've given loads. I love my little saying. I know. I love life my advice, little, but it um, might not have anything to do with what you do, but a bit of life advice to just leave out there in the world. Control the controllable. That's yeah. my one. Yeah, that we've talked about earlier, but control the controllable. And that can be in any walk of life, anything yeah. you do or 
because you can only control what you control. Control, yeah. You can't control anybody else. You can't control what they're doing, what they're saying, you know, how they're behaving, but you can control how you are. Yeah. Thank you very much. Sophia. Oh, yeah. it's been absolutely <laughs> lovely. I, I feel like we've really covered most things and had a really lovely chat. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks. If you would like to hear more about this chat, see some behind the scenes pics and some personal profile pics, plus read about how to get started in this industry and or this role, then please go and support us on Patreon. The link is on this podcast page and across all of our socials. Sincere thanks in advance. <laughs>